Hi, you are listening to the Fab and Flawed Podcast, the podcast for folks like me who are just trying to get their shit together, live a little bit healthier, and find a little bit more balance in life. From kicking negative thoughts over our heads to kicking ass, we've got this. Hey, we all have baggage, so let's unpack it together. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. This is Jen Rowe, your certified life coach, co-founder of From Fat to Finish Line, and girl next door, just trying to help you and I live a little bit better. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about the, those bitchy girls, you know, those girls, the girls who kind of beat you up, or the guys who tell you you're fat, Uh, You're ugly, you're no good, you're worthless, you know those girls. I'm talking about not the people in your, you know, uh, school or in your work or who live next door. I'm talking about the voices in your head. Now, a couple of episodes ago, I did do a a show about this because I do think it's one of the most important things we can talk about. I know from speaking to many, many of my clients and friends and family that this is still one of the biggest things that we uh, face when it comes to our mental health and happiness and well-being. So recently I was working with a client and we were talking about how much the voices have come back for her lately. And I think that this is a really big thing because we're in this pandemic, right? Our whole lives have been turned upside down. Many of us are uncertain about our future. We're stressed out about politics. We're stressed out about racial tensions. We might be not, you know, working right now. We might be, you know, at home with our kids and and summer plans have been canceled and loved ones might be sick. I mean, there's just so much going on. So what happens when that happens is our anxiety builds. Many of us have been maybe turning a little bit more to food than, uh, you know, we had been, we might not be getting to uh, the gym because the gyms are closed. We might not be getting our workouts in. Uh, We might just be stressed and be putting on weight because of stress. So there's a thousand reasons why right now, a lot of us are dealing with extra voices going a little crazy in our heads. So that's why I wanted to do the show again today. I think it is hugely important that we talk about these things. So the first thing I want you to do is when when it comes to the voices in your head, you know, I've had I have a million stories of them. Obviously, I, I often refer to the from fat to finish line movie and the time in the middle of the night, my mid midnight run where I was running and had like this huge breakdown. Right. I mean, you literally saw the, the mean voices in my head undo me right on screen, you know? Um, so it's one of the bigger points in my life that I, I remember having to battle, but it's still a daily battle even for me. Um, there's many a times I, I walk by a mirror and I catch myself scowling at maybe the outfit I'm wearing or the way my hair looks or the way my thighs jiggle in the shorts I'm wearing. Whatever it is, I definitely am still also battling the same voices. I'm, I'm not working hard enough. I mean, it could go on and on and on in a million different directions. It's not just about, you know, the way I look. It's how hard I'm working or I'm not doing enough here or I'm not doing enough there or I could be waking up earlier. I could be drinking extra water. And I think all of it is really bad. I mean, it could be good. Some of these voices, I think, are trying to give us clues and cues to what we could be working on for ourselves, but I think we have to be really aware. Now, the really good news is we can really control these thoughts. The first thing is, though, 
we have to start to become really aware of these thoughts. So what I want you guys to do is consider taking some time um, every day to really catch yourself and do a gut check on what you're thinking about. And one way you could do that is by journaling, which I really do support, or just taking out a piece of paper and just writing down what are you thinking in the moment? How are you feeling? Now, I will say that this exercise is particularly helpful when you're feeling kind of crappy because that's really revealing and I've I've also spoken to that a a couple of times in the past so I think it's really good to do that Um, so I think anyway when it comes to the negative voices especially we have to start to like kind of identify them and like many people I actually do like to give them their own personalities because not because I'm schizophrenic, but because I think we have to start identifying our thoughts as separate entities, if you will, from us. You know, our thoughts really don't define us. I think that people think they do. I think that we think we have no control over our thoughts, but the truth is, is thoughts are just stories we've made up along the way. And the good thing about stories is that we can rewrite those stories and we can rewrite the lessons and we can rewrite the endings to those stories. So the first thing I want you guys to do is to start to really, really, really catch yourself. Like when you're thinking stuff, try to catch yourself thinking. And I know that's really tough, but I think you guys can do it. You know, with a little bit of work and just a little self-awareness, you can start to catch your thoughts. And every time you call catch a thought that's bad, I want you to start to hold those thoughts accountable. I want you to start pushing back on that inner bully. So yes, we need to hold that inner voice and that inner bitch accountable. And I will tell you how we're going to do that in a little bit. But I think it's really important because I think we need to start to empower ourselves. We need to start sticking up for ourselves. I feel like a lot of us who have these crappy voices in our heads really have a hard time speaking up for ourselves in other situations and with other people. I feel like um, we're the type of people who have a hard time asking for a raise. Um, if somebody says kind of shitty or snide comment, we kind of like either, uh, you know, nervously laugh it off or we pretend we didn't hear it. Um, we might be the type of people who are the first in the room when we feel fat to make a fat joke about ourselves so we can feel like we're taking our own power when really we're disempowering ourselves with that kind of thing. So I think that it's super important because when it comes to being able to defend yourself and push back to other people, we need to be able to push back on ourselves first. And this is the first step in being able to find your voice to speak up when you want the raise, when you don't want to take shit from somebody, when you uh, somebody says something crappy to you. This is the first step. We have to start to call ourselves out on the bullshit before we can start calling other people out on the bullshit. And it's very empowering, but we have to practice it. And we have to practice pushing back on the bullies. And the bullies in our head are a great place to start. So when it comes to this, this is, the, this is a couple of the ways I like to do this. So I have this program I like to call free. So you're going to free yourself from these crappy voices in your head. And the way you get free is you face the voice, you replace the voice, or you embrace the voice, and then you erase the voice. So the first thing is, is we call out the voice, right? So we face the voice. And what I'd want you guys to do who 
deal with these issues, I want you to start, I want you to hang up whiteboards around your house. I want notepads wherever you're at. I want you to have a notepad open up in your iPhone. So whenever you have a crappy, self-limiting, negative thought about yourself, you write it down right away. You need to call it right out. There's no slipping by. If somebody, you know, slapped you across the face at work, you wouldn't let that just slide, I would hope, right? I mean, even though we know we, we have a problem with confrontation maybe, but we need to confront it right away. There's no burying it, pretending it didn't happen. This person said something shitty to you, right? That inner voice said something shitty to you. You're fat and you're disgusting. Well, F you. I'm writing on the board. Write it in the book. Write it in your um, iPad or your iNotes or whatever it is. And you write down, I'm disgusting. Okay? That's a shitty, that's a shitty thought, right? We're going to confront that right now. We're facing it right now. Okay. So you get something like, I'm disgusting. Okay? I want you to look at that phrase if, you, if, if you've ever uttered that to yourself, right? And I have. Certainly I have. I've looked at my thighs and I've said, ugh, you're fat, you're jiggly, and somehow along the way becomes the legs are disgusting, which leads to I'm disgusting, right? This is why these feelings are really, really bad and why these thoughts are bad, because even if it starts as innocently as my thighs are too fat, it, the, the subconscious thought is I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, and I'm fat and yucky, and that's less than, right? We don't want to be less than anymore, especially for our physical bodies, so I want you to be able to face that. First of all, is it true? Am I really disgusting? Am I disgusting? Now, what's disgusting, right? Disgusting is like, I don't know, worms and food, right? That's disgusting, right? Maggots are disgusting. There's a lot of things that are disgusting, right? I'm not going to get gross here because I don't want to disgust you, right? I don't want to be disgusting. But there are a lot of things that are disgusting. Your legs are not disgusting. Your ass is not disgusting. Your hair is not disgusting, okay? We might be a little bit you know, carrying some extra weight, nothing disgusting about that. So number one, face that. Is that true? Are you disgusting? No. So then what I want you to do is the second thing is replace it. I'm not disgusting. What am I? I'm strong. I'm beautiful. I'm caring. I'm kind. I, I, I know how to take care of my stuff around work and at home. Whatever you need to replace that with, I don't care. It doesn't have to be, you know, if you're not feeling like, uh, if you feel like it's going to be a huge leap for you to be like, I'm sexy as hell, then, you know, that's fine. Don't replace it with that. I'd like you to be able to do that. I think there's another discussion in, you know, being able to make those affirmations. But for right now, let's take a baby step. If I'm not disgusting, what am I? I'm joyful. I'm wonderful. I'm lovely. I'm a great friend. Replace it with whatever you want. Okay. It's really, really important. So then the next thing after that is I want you to embrace that. I want you to say to yourself, I am not disgusting and I'm sorry for even, how could I even say that to you? If you called your best friend disgusting, okay, first of all, you would never do that, right? Because you're a good person. You would never do that. But if you did, what kind of apology would you give that person? Would you feel devastated? Would you be horrified? I would be. I'd be completely out of my mind with guilt and shame and regret if I called a friend that. But we don't go through those emotions for ourselves. We're just like, oh, well, I'm disgusting. No, no. You need to give yourself a real proper apology and say to your body, I'm really sorry that I called you disgusting. That was really unkind of me because you're an amazing person. So, 
in this case, I want you to really, once you've replaced this word disgusting, I want you to apologize for making that horrible statement to yourself. And then I want you to embrace the new statement. I am not disgusting. I'm sorry for saying that. How crazy am I? I mean, you're wonderful and you're a great friend. You're, you're, you're the best, right? You need to really embrace it. I want you to take time to do this because this is the way we're going to get healthier, okay? And then the last thing I want you to do is go back to where you wrote that original that original uh, statement of I'm disgusting or whatever it is that negative thought was at the time. And I want you, if it's on whiteboard, physically erase it. And as you're erasing it, saying, I don't think like this anymore. I am not disgusting. I'm wonderful. I embrace it. And I'm erasing this from this board or my, you know, I notepad or whatever it is or your notebook I don't care if you have to rip the page out you are physically saying no more I'm sorry I said it this doesn't even exist not even on paper anymore because all that exists now is the new positive way I've reframed it so again it's free you want to face it replace it embrace it and erase it okay And I I just think that this is super important uh, to do all of these things. And some days you're going to feel really crappier than others. Some days you're going to have to do this exercise maybe 10 times in a day. And maybe over time you'll do it less and less. At the end of the day, I think we have to start to really support ourselves um, because you know, this is the body you've got. I mean, when we say we're disgusting or unworthy or not smart enough or whatever it is, like, how does that serve you? You know, it doesn't serve you at all. And we do have control over our thoughts. We do have the right to take our opinions about ourselves back. Now, are there going to be assholes in the world that don't like you or think maybe your thighs are too big or think you're not, I don't know, drinking enough water or running fast enough or, um, doing a good enough job or a great mother, who cares? Yes, there will be those people. If you are a human being, you will have somebody who hates you because you're whatever. And a lot of times they hate you because you're great. A lot of times it's just their projection on their own shit that they can't get around. The number one thing that I've learned in my own journey is that I cannot control how anybody else thinks, right? I can't control what my mother thinks anymore. I cannot, well, ever. I can't control what my kid thinks. I can't control what my boss thinks. I can only control how I think. I am responsible 100% for my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, and they are responsible for their own. And whatever they think about me is none of my business. And let me say that again. Whatever someone else thinks about me and whatever someone else thinks about you is none of our business because it doesn't serve us. Us worrying about people pleasing and what other people think has been the reasons why we've let these bitchy, crappy, bullying voices into our brains. And I think that we need to stop saying no to the bitches and bullies in our brains so we can be able to say no to the bitches and bullies out there in the world. Take this information, empower yourself, feel good about yourself. Please drop me a line if you have any questions um, about this. I I can talk about this thought-changing work for the rest of my life, and I will. And also how to change these voices in your head because I really do believe it all starts there. Anyway, 
thank you so much for joining me today. Um, if you want to continue this discussion, please join me at the Fab and Flawed Facebook page. Uh, we have a private group where you'll find information on the Fab and Flawed Facebook page. Uh, you could drop me a line at fabandflawed.com. Uh, where you can also learn how to work with me one-on-one as a life coach. Have a great day. Uh, Face those inner bullies, and I will see you next time. Bye now. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. My goal is to help you dream bigger, find joy, and reach your goals. If you want to suggest a topic for the show or learn how you can bring me on as your very own personal life coach, then visit me at fabandflawed.com. That's F-A-B-A-N-D-F-L-A-W-E-D.com. Fabandflawed.com. I look forward to being a part of your journey and I thank you so much for being a part of mine.